Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched Highwaymen on Netflix. Yay? <laughs> Yay? Ah! Eh. Eh. <laughs> it was good! It was good. It was really good um, even for, for a Netflix movie, like a straight to Netflix movie. I yeah. would say it's above yeah. most Netflix quality movies. Right? It's definitely above Sabrina. Absolutely. Yes. They pulled in some really top dollar actors in this one. Yeah. I mean, you got Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson, and Kathy Bates. Like, I'm impressed. And Twisty the impressed. Clown from American Horror Story. And Twisted, <laughs> Twisted Clown. I'm sure Jessica Lange was back there somewhere. Um, just saying. They just filmed it in between American Horror Stories. She could have played, like, yeah. Bonnie's mom, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, know, it was filmed in, in Louisiana. Yes, yeah. So I did, I did do mm-hmm. a lot of research on this one, mostly mm-hmm. because it is a, a true crime story, which we love. We do. And mm. uh, it's very historical. So I did do a lot of research on this. And one of the things that I read in the research is that the, the shootout scene at the end is mm-hmm. the exact spot that it actually took place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend went to school around wherever it happened, question mark. Um, and he said, I asked him, I said, is there a, a sign there or something? And he said, I think so. And then when they were in the town, he's like, oh, there's a really good all-you-can-eat spaghetti place here. It was $6, <laughs> like, all-you-can-eat. And he's like, and it's there. And I said, or it was, because that was like 15, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> I was like, it may not still be there if it was $6 all-you-can-eat pasta. I just love that that's what he remembers. Yes. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's really cool. That, like, I was really impressed. And I, the only thing you could tell me was that they had the spaghetti place there. That was the historical significance to him. Yes. Spaghetti. Not that Bonnie and Clyde died there uh, <laughs> or were shot outside of town. It's all you can eat spaghetti. So if anybody lives there, let us know if the spaghetti yeah. place is still there. Look, I am down. Let's go. I know, right? I was like, was it good? He's like, it wasn't bad. And I was like. He wasn't talking about Olive Garden, was he? Yeah. <laughs> When you're here, you're family. Um, no, I think it was a real, like, mom and pop place. I'm going to ask him. He like, do you mean Olive Garden? Because those are still around. And he's going to be like, shut up, go away. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, God. let's do subscribe oh. stuff. Um, okay, let's do If you're not already subscribed to us on iTunes, please go subscribe to us. Leave us a review, and if you do, we will mm-hmm. read it back to you. Give us a rating. Mm-hmm. We are an all-five-star show right now. All five stars. I'm kind of waiting for our first, like, four-star, or, like, even worse. It's going to happen. <laughs> and then that'll be the end of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> we'll be like, we got four stars, and so that will be the next three episodes. Because <laughs> neither one of us. us are secure enough in ourselves to handle a four-star rating. Um, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Binge watch with us, all one word. You can see what we're talking about, what we're watching throughout the week. And is that all? Oh, email us at bingewatchwithus at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or if you want us to watch something, if you want us to review something, email us there. Mm -hmm. Lisa loves it when you email. Well, I actually had somebody yesterday give us a recommendation, but the show is not binge-watchable because it's still Mm -hmm. playing, Mm -hmm. which really upset me. But I was like, no, we can do it. That friend was Lauren um, and mm-hmm. Katie. Hi, ladies. That I met at the Murderino. Hello, Lauren and Katie. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Lauren said really good stuff about our podcast, so I just assume she's a liar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my podcast? No. No, no. I'm sorry. You meant my favorite murder is a good podcast, yes. not, not yes. binge watch with us. Yeah. Tell me about the painting um, activity that you did yesterday. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I had met them at the last painting party we did. I think I was trying to look and see if it was in here. Um, back in maybe October of last year. It was fun. It You know, it's a big group of murderinos. The lady that owns the painting place is a murderino. And so this is our second one. And I brought a work colleague who does not listen to the podcast. Uh, (laughs) I just don't think it's her thing. I don't know if she does podcasts. I don't know. But anyways, so they were on the other side from me. So we could talk the whole time. And we really had fun. And we all decided that our painting skills have gotten better. Oh, yeah, definitely. I said questionable. (laughs) There was at one point I was just going to paint the whole thing black. And just write the stay sexy, don't get murdered on it. Um, I did post a picture to our Insta account, so y'all can go see and laugh at it if you want. Um, No, go like Lisa's painting. It's beautiful. I love it. Yes. But, um, did I say what Lauren recommended? No. I just said she... (laughs) (laughs) I was so worried about shouting her out that I forgot what we were watching. She wanted us to watch um, the TV show, What We Do in the Shadows, which is based on the movie, (gasps) What We Do in the Shadows. And I was like, yes, a thousand times yes. Um, Absolutely. But... Yeah, I haven't even watched it yet, but I want to, and I know I'm going to love it, so mm-hmm. there's really no uh, question about it. So, anyway, I've seen I'm ads for it. it all over the place, and it just looks hilarious. Yeah. And every time I see it, I was like, we have to watch this, and then we don't. And then we completely forget. Yeah, I kind of do. And last night, <laughs> instead of maybe watching it, we started re-watching Sherlock Holmes with, I almost said Anthony Michael <laughs> With Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. So we watched that instead of watching What We Do in the Shadows. I saw that. That's out on Netflix right now, huh? The the Sherlock with, what's his name? Jude Law? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And Jude Law. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. basically just plays himself in that movie, which I, I think he just <laughs> does in all movies now. He's just himself in yes. everything. and. Um, I can appreciate the confidence that that must take. I'm super impressed with him. Well, you know, he's had an interesting life. Legit, never, I know I've said this before, I never thought we would see him again after all the drug and alcohol problems. Yeah. Let alone actually doing well, you know. I thought he'd be one of those people you see on like Lifetime movies or on a show named Riverdale, things like that, not actually in blockbuster movie franchises. I've been watching, uh, I just started watching a little while ago, the Madeline McCain documentary on Netflix. Now, how is that working for you? Because I've tried twice to start it and I've kind of zoned off and it's probably no fault of the documentary. It's just, it didn't grab me right away. So I tend to wander and it's one of the things I think you have to watch. Right. Yeah, you, def- you definitely have to watch it. No, it's not your fault that your brain keeps wandering. It's really slow for the first, like, two and a half episodes. It's really, really <laughs> slow. And I know, damn it. I know nothing about this true crime story. I don't even know if this girl was ever found. I, I, I know nothing about it. No. I don't, I don't want to know anything about it. I want to keep going not knowing anything, so don't okay. tell me anything. Um, but okay, I want to tell you stuff, but I won't. <laughs> well, maybe now I do want to know. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to tell you anything, but you know, at the beginning of the show, they're like, if you have information, call this number. Okay, so, so no, they definitely have not found her yet. <laughs> Just FYI. in the third, well, and you you do have to pay attention to because a lot of it is in Portuguese, so you have to like oh, sure my second language. Right, <laughs> which is next to Argentina. Um, yes, it's <laughs> I'm okay, sorry. We should explain that because we reference Argentina a lot, and I'm sure no one understands what that's about. Do you want to explain the even Argentina we, story? We could, but I think even if we explain it, they're still not going to understand it. <laughs> but. <laughs> What you need to know about me is that I'm really, really bad at geography. Like, I don't know where (laughs) anything is in relation to anything else. 
Um, and <laughs> including the airport in New Orleans. No, I do not know how to get to the airport. No, she still does. Um, and I, I think it was one day I was at work and I was reading a story about like Nazis because of course I was. And yeah. I read that a lot of Nazis went to Argentina. And I remember going to you and going, Lisa, why would they go to Argentina? That's like right next door. It's like south of Germany. And Lisa just gave me this look. And I was so serious. I really thought that Argentina was very, very near Spain. It, right next door. I really thought it was next door to Spain. Yeah. And I was like, do you mean, Aus not Australia, but Austria? And you're like, no, Argentina. And I was like, I have to go. <laughs> Your mom wasted all that money. The nuns are stupid. Um, they have failed you. Uh, that you. I mean, like, I can't pick it out on a map. But I know where it's at. <laughs> did not know. And it's Just not. For any listeners who don't know, it's in South America. It's right next door to Germany. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? I was so confused and why there were Nazis in Argentina. And then when last podcast did their special three-part episode of uh, Joseph Mengele, every time Oof. they talked about Argentina, which was like the last, what, two episodes or one episode, I just giggled the whole time because I was like, poor Pickle still has no idea where Argentina is. <laughs> <laughs> Now I know where Argentina oh is, but at the time I did not. <laughs> anyway, this poor child was abducted in Portugal. <laughs> yes, which is <laughs> near Germany. Um, so, yeah, there is a lot of subtitles where you have to read the, the translation of the Portuguese. But I will tell you this. <laughs> this is very tragic, Lisa. <laughs> yes, the little girl went missing. In the third episode, there are cadaver dogs. <gasps> oh, puppies. Yes, oh, puppies. And, oh, God. Two things that are always, well, now there's three things that are always guaranteed to make me cry. It's like soldiers, mm -hmm. like, coming home and surprising their, like, sisters or wives or kids or whatever. You ever see those videos? Yes, and I cry every single time, too. Okay. So, it's not just you. Any, any videos about dogs getting, like, adopted or rescued... And the third thing I've added to that list now is Queer Eye. So. <laughs> Soldiers coming home. Yes. Dogs being adopted or dying or whatever. And Queer Eye. Queer Eye. Those are the three things that are guaranteed to make me cry. <laughs> so when these dogs showed up in this third episode and... And they're just doing their little puppy jobs, you know, and they're so happy right? to do their little puppy jobs. They are. They get very excited. When they find something and mm -hmm. they and they start alerting mm -hmm. Lisa, literally, I sent you, like, just a block of emojis. <laughs> yeah. And it was the little... I was like, why is she It was the little surprised emoji with its hands on its face. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. I know, but you know, they used those a lot um, in 9-11, too, and they yeah. said that the puppies uh, got really de depressed and stuff because no. they didn't find what they wanted to or what they should, I guess, so they weren't a good boy. They weren't a good boy. Oh, they just want to be good. They just want to be good. I That's Harper's motto. I just want to be a good dog. Well. Um, because otherwise, I'd go to Argentina. Yes. <laughs> With the Nazis. Right next door in Germany. Oh, guys, if you can't tell, Lisa and I have already decided we don't have a whole lot of conversation about this movie. We do not. Um, it was good. Le okay, let's talk about Highwaymen. We should because we're already like 21 minutes into recording and we probably yeah. should at least mention the show we watched. Yeah. Just FYI. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Kevin Costner... I think they were mm -hmm. great. I thought they were really good. So I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, they kind of acted like they were the same age. I think in the in the movie, you know, they came up, I guess, through the ranks to the uh, Texas Rangers, mm -hmm. question mark. Um, and I was like, Woody Harrelson and <laughs> Kevin Costner are not the same age. Um, they're about six years apart. So, oh, that's not too much. Um, 
Not too much. I thought it would be like 10 years or more, but then I was like, oh, okay, I might let that slide. But I was like, they're not the same age, but they're close. They're so close. I'm going to let it go. I love I, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I love him so much and everything he does. <laughs> when did he start talking like his front teeth are in the way? Maybe that was part of the um, character. I noticed that a lot. I was like, why is he, he talks, he talks like his, his bottom front teeth are in the way through the whole movie. And I've never noticed him do know. that before. So I don't know if that's like a Woody Harrelson getting older or like a character choice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all that marijuana. It's rotted his teeth out. <laughs> That's what it did. So I I knew very little about the the actual true crime story of Bonnie and Clyde. And really, there was a doc a mini series on it that I think's on Netflix still. Oh, it, what is it called? Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know. It's code. It's uh called Bonnie and Clyde. It's a four part series. I think it was on like A and E or something. And it's oh, really good. I've, I watched it. I would recommend it if it's still on Netflix to watch it because it's good. I tried, of course, you know, my information source is usually podcasts. Sure. So <laughs> I, I thought, well, definitely like last podcast has done them or the mm-hmm. dollop has done them. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find any really good uh, podcasts Mm-mm. on the true crime story of Bonnie and Clyde. But I did eventually find one and this is a smaller podcast. So I do want to, I do want to shout them out because um, Mm -hmm. we know what it's like to be a smaller podcast. This one is called (laughs) true crime guys. And they have a two part series on Bonnie and Clyde. It's pretty good. It's just like us. It's like two, it's like two best buds and they kind of, um, they, they read books, they do some research, and then they oh. kind of report the story back to you. So it's you know, pretty good. You know, at one point we should do that. <laughs> what, read actual book? research? Yes. <laughs> well, to be fair, this guy talks about in the episode that he doesn't actually read the books. He does the audiobooks. So that'll be your job. Listen, that is reading a book. I don't care what anybody says. Sure. I consider that reading. So tough shit. I, th- I think that I knew that Bonnie and Clyde were, like, brutally shot down, but I don't think I was 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about those last few scenes where yes. they finally catch up with the duo. Mm-hmm. In Louisiana. In Louisiana. So this happened in Arcadia, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I read on Reddit, which is my other source of true crime information. <laughs> Reddit told her mm-hmm. that that scene was shot in the actual exact spot that Bonnie and Clyde were shot. That's pretty cool. It is. They had to bring in a lot. They had to bring in like dirt and stuff to cover the paved road because at the time it wasn't paved. Sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this director, uh, I think his name is John Lee Hancock. I think that's his name. Sure, sure, sure. He was really into getting this story, like, historically accurate. hmm As close as he could. Because even though we know how it went down, we still don't know all the details about how it went down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he tried to get it as close as he could. And that's why he put in that scene of them towing the car through Acadia. That was rough. That was rough. And so we so we were talking about last night because I just watched it last night. Um, you know, the cars back in the day, they're not flimsy like they are now. Like they could take for the bullets to go through those cars. I'm like, even if they didn't die from the 4,000 shots, they would have died from like the lead paint getting in their system and the pieces of like steel um, that got into their system, like shrapnel or something. Shrapnel, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's no joke. So I was like, that was kind of horrific for me just because it wasn't like it was violent super violent or gory it's just like you know you could see like some of the bullet wounds entry wounds like on their face and stuff and i don't know why but that creeped me the f out i was like i think in movies and tv shows when we see that kind of um when you see like somebody get shot in the head or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think anybody 
ever really intentionally shows us what it really looks like. Oh God, no! I no. feel I feel like this director purposely wanted us to see holes mm-hmm. in their cheekbones and stuff. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. that was creepy. But having said that, when they were towing them through town, was fifty billion times creepier. I that thought. was super disturbing. Super disturbing. I was like, oh my God, you're like one one. I don't know if the windows still worked. I'm just going to assume they did. Roll up the fucking windows. Well, I'm thinking just cover it in a black tarp or something. Yeah. And I was like, and then they're, they're going through town. And then it's like all of a sudden, I don't know if they stopped because people couldn't get out of the way or what. But I'm like, keep going. People will get out of the way. Or you run them over and you throw them in the back of the car. Like, I don't know why you're stopping so people can rip, like, pieces of their hair out. By, I'm assuming by, like, the root and probably getting scalped with it the way you're, like, tearing at these people. I mean, I was surprised that they didn't lose chunks more of skin and arms and shit the way people were clawing at them to get whatever. Uh, they actually did. I, I read creepy. a story that that one person got up to the car and tried to cut off Clyde's trigger finger as, and keep it as a souvenir. Jesus yeah fuck you know (laughs) you know and what's so morbid about what what was so hard the reason that that scene was so hard to watch was the morbidity that we have as like like a mob you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's 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 a strange um it's a strange emotion that like a crowd will adopt it's it's weird and you kind of think that that's something that's happened more as the big cities came about and stuff. Like, I don't think of it as happening in the Bonnie and Clyde times. I think of it more happening, like, maybe in the 50s and 60s. I don't know why. Yeah. I just feel like back then, because you were so spread out, there wasn't that mob mentality. But obviously, I lie yeah. because, you know, when I was watching it, I was like, I don't think that this was dramatized in any way like i think it was like that um you can tell that he put that in there because that's what that's what actually happened i don't think any director would purposely freak people out like that yeah and i think i knew that uh, i remember maybe in the miniseries i don't think i've read any books on them but don't hold me to that or obviously they weren't memorable you know i did know that they had kind of this pop culture thing around them and that people really liked them and thought that they were like a Robin Hood um, kind of thing because they were stealing from the banks and back then everybody hated the banks. The banks were like the IRS's now or dentist. It's like one of those things that people just hated. You know, people did think they were great and awesome and, and were like more power to you for doing this. They, um, but I liked how the, the movie showed it. Like Woody Harrelson and um, especially Kevin Costner was like, don't idolize these people. They're killing cops on duty and doing it in a horrific way. They're like shooting them. And then Bonnie's turning them over, looking them in the eye and shooting them again. Like it's not just like a drive-by shooting or an accidental thing or, you know, they got caught in the crossfires. It was like they were purposely killing them and doing it and it really horrible fashion I it was think. cold-blooded execution a lot of the time and yeah. i liked how at first they were like oh it's all him and then and i had known it was bonnie was really the worst of the two and then they you know figured out in the course of uh following them that really bonnie was the one that was more evil than clyde was which i thought was um kind of interesting too so a couple of things that the true crime guys mentioned in the podcast that I listened to on Bonnie and Clyde was that, mm-hmm. one, back then, cops were, not that they're well-paid now, but yeah. cops were very underpaid. And a lot oh, of yeah. the times, being a cop was your second job. It mm-hmm. wasn't even, it, you know, it was just a way to make extra money. It wasn't even your yeah. main job. Mm-hmm. They had to buy their own guns. They had to pay for their own uniforms. Mm-hmm. The infrastructure wasn't there yet because, you know, people forget that cops have not been around forever. Yeah. 
it's 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 sort of you know relatively speaking like in history terms yeah. a, a newer thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and so at that time you you had to pay for your own bullets you had to pay for your own gun so when they were held at gunpoint by criminals most mm-hmm. of the time they were like dude i'm just doing this for the paycheck you yeah. know yeah. i don't even want to shoot you with my own bullets because i have to go buy more <laughs> you know <laughs> right well, well, I thought it was funny, too, when he was stocking up, uh, Kevin Costner, yes, uh, was stocking up on his guns and stuff. And I was like, would anybody let that happen now? And then I'm like, I bet they would. <laughs> like, he was stockpiling. He's like, I want this and this. Do you have this gun? Do you have this gun? And they're like, yeah. And they were just handing it over to him, left, right, and center. And when they finished, my boyfriend and I were like, that was probably 30 bucks worth of guns. Yeah, right, yes. When I saw that scene, I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, God, if somebody still has those guns, it's got to be worth thousands now. I want to say the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., they have, you know, a bunch of different museums there. And I want to say one of them has, do they have the car or do they have like the car door or something? Like they have some part of the Bonnie and Clyde thing there. So, the car is on display at a casino. Okay, so I lied. I fucking have no yeah. idea. <laughs> you might, I think that maybe they're guns. They're pistols. So, there was maybe Bonnie's pistol and Clyde's mm-hmm. pistol. That mm-hmm. might be on display in the Smithsonian. Because I did see mm-hmm. a picture and it looked like it was in a museum. And, like, Clyde's mm-hmm. gun was just a little bit bigger than Bonnie's gun. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a dude. Well, and but they were both so tiny oh my god and she had a gimpy leg i loved her they're like is she a gimp i was like what what are they talking about i had no idea that she had a leg that was like half burnt off or whatever horrid she thing that she happened. heard it in a car accident <laughs> and then, yeah I, and I, I think Clyde was driving when she got it, when she hurt her leg in the car accident mm-hmm. um, and so they even mentioned in, in the movie they kept finding is it laudum is that what Laudum. that's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kept finding bottles of Laudum, and it was Bonnie drinking because her leg hurt so bad. Um, and then Clyde had a limp, too, because, <laughs> uh, look, Clyde was not the smartest person. Uh, no. Bonnie was probably the, the brains of the operation. Probably. When Clyde was in prison, he had one of the guys in his gang chop off some of his toes so that he wouldn't have to work on a chain gang. So wow. Clyde was actually missing one of his big toes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and then here's the kicker. He got let out on parole six days later. Because he lost a toe? No. No. <laughs> just, he just happened oh. to come up for parole and oh, they let God him out. So damn. he did that for nothing. Jesus. Yeah. Well, and maybe they've talked about on your the podcast you listened to, but when they... Was it Kevin Costner was talking to his dad and he's like, he's really a good boy and all this stuff. And but how he got thrown in jail like as a kid because he stole like a bunny or something. He stole a chicken. Chicken. Okay. I was paying attention. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I had to be out with people. You know, as an introvert, it wears me out. So I was paying attention. So proud of you. I know. Proud of you. Right. Yeah. So he stole a chicken, and he went to jail. Yes. But what the dad doesn't say in that scene is that he stole that chicken for cockfighting. Oh. <laughs> so it's not even, it was like, oh, he was doing it to feed his family. No, he was doing yeah. it for a gambling ring. Okay, well then, never mind. I'm glad he got shot. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, that really sucks, because he's stealing a chicken to help pay, you know, so his family doesn't starve. To death or whatever, to have eggs or, you know, whatever. I don't know. No. But then to find out it's for cockfighting, I'm like, well, you deserve to die in a horrific way. I'm glad people were tearing off your hair as your dead body was rolled through town. Yeah, he's definitely been super... The the myths about him being a Robin Hood type character are just... Mm -hmm. And none of it's true. They were two psychotic people who just Mm -hmm. happened to cross paths and... When mm-hmm. stuff like that happens, you get cr- and they were serial killers. They were absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. uh, rampage killers, mm-hmm. spree killers. That's what and they, they were loved doing. it. I mean, they, they truly loved it. loved it. Yeah, they really did. One thing I noticed about this movie was that most Bonnie and Clyde stories are told from the perspective of Bonnie and Clyde, where it's yeah. this 
this romance that, you know, and they're on the run and, mm-hmm. and they're being persecuted. Mm-hmm. But this movie decided that they weren't even going to, sh- you didn't even see Bonnie and Clyde's face. Yeah. Until seconds before they were shot. Yeah. I kind of like that. I mean, you saw them, but yeah, you never really saw their face. Or anything. Right. And I, I thought the same thing. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't want to idolize them or give them more fame and fortune, I guess, than need be. You know, because like I know that they do that with Parkland when I read that book on the Parkland shootings. I don't think in the book, not once, not ever, did they mention the name of the guy who did the shooting. I, I know that that's kind of a, I don't even want to say an unspoken rule. It's it's a known mm-hmm. thing on Reddit when these school shootings happen. When mm-hmm. you find out who the killer is, you are not to post pictures of them. You are not to say wow. their name. It's an outright rule. I mean, you're not going to get mm-hmm. banned from Reddit if you post the killer's <laughs> name. But people will downvote yeah. you because they don't they don't want any notoriety given to these people at all. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what this movie kind of does. It was it was sort of a yeah. modern perspective, like, kind of like Zodiac Killer, where it's told from the detective's point of view. Yes, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. not really seeing so much of the murderer's point of view. Yeah, I think it was important that this is that uh, there was there was a modern telling of it. Yeah, I did too. I like that aspect of it. And like I said, it was real interesting. It's just <laughs> it's not action packed. No, I guess the pacing's a little slow. It's a little slow. Yeah. I mean, I think it t- it shows you how how meth- not as methodical the right word. Sure. How, how they, <laughs> I mean, how they they really went over the uh, Woody Harrelson and um, Kevin Costner's character, which I have no idea what their names I are. I forgot. Uh, but they how they really painstakingly went through everything, and and you know when the newer, uh, younger cops who, who who know everything are looking over. Here, they went over there to look for stuff, and they kind of knew how to think at least a step ahead of the cops that were chasing them down at that point. Yeah. So I kind of like that aspect of it, too. But I kept laughing with Woody Harrelson's character because they had to pee, like, every three minutes. And I was like, (laughs) poor love, he has no money, but he... He could have gone to the doctor and probably got something for that prostate, but, you know. I don't know. I don't know if they had that back then. Um, Lotum. They had Lotum. Sure. So. It's, it's definitely in the genre of old men taking vengeance. Yes. Which is a new genre of movies now that yeah. baby boomers are, are uh, you know, they have a lot old. more time to spend going to the movies and stuff. <laughs> you got to cave into those old people now they're retired. They yeah, got shit to do. I was a friend of mine. I was talking to him at the gym today, and and he was like, well, "What are y'all doing this week?" And so I told him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Man, I tried." He's like, "You know, I just don't want to watch two hours of two old guys bitching and having to go pee." And I was like, "You know what? That's fine." So you know what I told him? I said, "You know, if you want to watch a western," and he was on the stairmaster, and he was like, "Uh, no, I don't want to watch a western." But I was like, "Let me finish." Um, <laughs> If this movie did not satisfy your Western itch, go mm-hmm. watch Godless on Netflix. Right? Such a uh, good Amazing. Series. Amazing. I, I it. mm-hmm. It's got cowboys. It's got, you know what it's got that I love. Lesbians. Female leads. No! <laughs> <laughs> Lesbians. Female lead heroes. Not lesbians. <laughs> she- she does love a fr- uh, strong female lead, but um, mm-hmm. I know I love that show. Man, that was a good show. That was a really good show. We should have done that instead of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and that almost cleans the slate for you recommending True Blood, Glee, and now Riverdale. You gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. <laughs> nope. 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 Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Dying days. I will be like, don't let her at my funeral or plan anything because she no. will show Riverdale. I have to go to your funeral because I have to collect the Kate Spade purses that are being rolled <laughs> to me. Did you watch the Bonnie and Clyde movie from ni- the 1960s? Have with, you seen that one? Uh, no, with Faye Dunaway and yeah. Warren Beatty. No, I never have. Okay. Um, I think because I don't like Warren Beatty. Oh, why not? I don't know. He's just always annoyed the piss out of me and I don't know okay. why. Mm-hmm. So, I haven't, but I heard it's really good. Like, I think it stands up. 
stands the test of time, so to speak. Yeah, but I think it still romanticizes them. Oh, God, yeah. But this other one, did the, the miniseries did as well. Told, like you said, from their standpoint, not really the, the cops chasing them down. But considering how stupid they probably all really were, the Bonnie and Clyde and, the, and their gang, they really did, you know, evade police and, and outsmart them, like, a while. <laughs> you know oh definitely yeah i mean and, and this is something we know like if, if yeah. you are uh into true crime you know serial killers yeah they're, they're not smart but they do have a tendency to go i got away with that let me do it again or let me do it more and let me do it more and and they, yeah. they do think they do eventually think that they're the smartest people on earth because they've gotten yeah. away with it for so many ted bundy yeah oh, gosh. <laughs> let's talk about that well we so. have to finish up this this thing first <laughs> okay wait <laughs> the only other i only have two other notes on this uh-huh the director of this movie i keep bringing him up because i i feel i feel like the director had a lot to do with this movie because it was yeah. intentionally shot certain ways it was intentionally mm-hmm. paced certain ways Mm-hmm. Um, and this this director also did The Blind Side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He also did a movie called The Alamo. I've never oh. seen it. But it lets me know that he is super into Texas. Yeah. I, I want to say I saw The Alamo. I think it was one of those big Western period, obviously, period pieces uh, right. from like the 90s or early 2000 it had yeah, like it was everybody in yeah. Jesus in it um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it did that well but I think I did see it question mark he also did he also directed Snow White the one with Kristen Stewart oh Snow White and the Huntsman or whatever yeah so uh-huh. he's he's got a mixed record of good and bad sure 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was not a great one <laughs> But it has your uh, female crush in it. I no, I don't have a female crush on Kristen Stewart. No, Do I on like Sh- Charlize Theron, isn't she? Oh Anna? God, I love Charlize Theron. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, I mean Kristen Stewart, um, who we make fun of forever since twice. At, at least a dozen times on this podcast alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> I want to read you a quote from mm. a Nola.com article. Oh, look at it. Well, because it was filmed in NOLA. So, yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, so here's the quote from the article. At an event in Texas, the Texas Rangers who hunted down the killers, Frank Hammer and Manny Galt, showed up and hopped on stage, according to uh, Ginn's book and other accounts. Hammer slapped the crime detector in the face. So, let me explain that. There was... (laughs) The car that is now on display at a casino. In the Smithsonian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, in the Smithsonian. (laughs) This guy who called himself the crime doctor would take around, like, because they used to do this. Like, I think they did this with John Dillinger's corpse. They would, like, take them on tours around the country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to get a piece of that? Yeah, so don't call true crime, like, um, a new trend Uh -uh. or whatever. We Uh -uh. have been fascinated with this shit for a long time. Forever. So, at an event, the crime doctor, whoever that was, he Mm -hmm. brought the car on stage. And the two Texas Rangers happened to be there. And they walked up to this man who had put together his event and slapped him in the face and told him, you should be ashamed of yourself. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I don't think that they were happy with the way that I don't, I, I don't think that they were happy with what they had to do. No. I, and I bet they didn't even tell them they were going to have the car there or anything. Mm-hmm. Kind of like an ambush kind of deal. Um, because otherwise, I doubt they would have shown up. You know, they just seemed like real honorable men that had bad prostates and allergies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that was one of my notes that I let that I read to Lisa before the show. I said, I said, Lisa, this is a hero that you can appreciate because it seemed like Kevin Costner had really bad allergies throughout this whole movie. But you know what? I remember my grandfather, who was probably the same age, maybe I don't know, but you know, an old timer. And he mm-hmm. used to always rub his nose. He had, you know, the white handkerchief. Not handkerchiefs. Is that what they call them? Yeah, they're called handkerchiefs. I yeah. mean, I think that's for women and men. They call them something masculine, like snot No, it's definitely <laughs> called a handkerchief for a man. It definitely is. 
But he always had one of those and would take it out and rub his nose a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Like now where we use our sleeves. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that too. I was like, Jesus Christ, somebody getting some Claritin or something. But um, they didn't have that back then. <laughs> okay, do you have any other notes on this that you want to talk about? No, but I do think uh, we didn't talk about every aspect of it because there's really not a lot to talk about. Yeah. And maybe people will be like, well, maybe I shouldn't watch it. But you should watch it. I think it's a really good movie. Um, it's a I very really good enjoyed movie. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really well directed. Um, mm-hmm. You know what it reminded me of? Huh. Have you ever seen The Assassination of Jesse James? Yes. Uh, the one with Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah. Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck. Yeah. It does remind me of that a lot. Um, it and the first time I saw that movie, I wasn't sure if it was if it was a good or bad movie, but I've yeah. watched it like three times since then, so I'm going to uh-huh. say it's a good movie. Yeah, let's say it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, the way that that movie kind of, it, it, it shows the, the isolation mm-hmm. and how, how wide open spaces were back then. Okay. And having two guys ride on a horse through like, you know, the country. Yeah. Was, it was it was desolate. This movie reminded me of that. Of the two of them in the car just driving around and there was nothing for miles and miles. Yeah, it was funny because, you know, when they when they came out of the car a lot, especially when they slept in it overnight, had their all like cracking their back and stuff. And I told my boyfriend, I said, I feel so sorry for these guys because in my head, and I'm sure I'm not wrong on this, those cars were not built for comfort. You know what I'm saying? There's like steel um some cloth maybe a little bit of uh, foam or something and that's about it so you're like sleeping on a park bench a metal park bench i mean they were texas rangers so i imagine at some point they were just sleeping on the ground next to a fire a lot of the times but of course they were much younger then so at least now they have car seats to sleep on yeah, I was about to say, um, yeah, I slept on the ground, too, a lot as a kid when we went camping, like, three times, um, right. or at the house. But now, if I slept on the ground, I couldn't get up. <laughs> yes. They'd have to call in a crane and <laughs> tranquil or something. I tell my poor puppy all the time, because he, he's so little. And yeah. He's like, come down here and play with me. And I'm like, I can't. I'm too can't. old. My back hurts. Yeah. I know. That's the thing. That's the thing I really hate about those painting parties we go to, which has nothing to do with Bonnie or Clyde, but there's no backs to them. And they're like two hour classes. Mm-hmm. And I, man, when I left there yesterday, I was like, I just want to get home and take mm-hmm. some uh, Advil or bare back and body or something and a yeah. heating pad and call it a night. Like I, I was done. I was done with it. So let's talk So that. Yeah, there were a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about at the beginning of the show. Mm hmm. Have you seen... Okay, so the Netflix news is... Okay. That the Bundy movie is coming out on Netflix. Yay? Maybe. <laughs> I've been looking forward to it, um, sort of. I have, too. I love... I like Zac Efron. Yeah. Oh, I do, too. I think I was really all gung-ho for it, and then the Bundy tapes came out, and I'm like, oh, God, please don't make me watch this, but... Yeah. I think I'm. I'm think I'm. I'm going to go into it with a very positive attitude. I don't know if that's uh-huh. the right word, yeah. but like go at it with like this is going to be great, and this is not going to be the Bundy tapes because that was stupid, and this is going to be like a really good movie. Like that's what I'm hoping for, anyways. I mean, go go back, guys, and listen to our episode on the Bundy tapes. Um, we were both very angry about it. Uh, he is not a nice person to spend four hours of your time with. Yeah. Um, especially if you're, uh, you know, a, a 30 or 20-something white female with straight, dark hair. Yeah. Like one like of pickles. us is. <laughs> That'll learn you. <laughs> but this one is going to be told from his girlfriend's perspective. So yes, that'll be new and that'll be different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I'm looking forward to it. Like I think it's going to be really interesting. So I'm all there was I'm a all lot of backlash initially when everybody found out that Zac Efron was playing Bundy because, like, again, you and I have talked about we don't find him that attractive. I don't. He's like Archie Andrews. No, I mean Bundy. Oh, Bundy. Bundy, Bundy. No, Zac yeah. Efron is beautiful. He's beautiful. No, well, you could bounce quarters off his abs. Um, oh, my gosh. I mean, 
Um, no, but like I think I said in the podcast that we did, the show, we, the episode we did on it, that he was very good looking for the time period. I always compare it to like Burt Reynolds. When I look at when Burt Reynolds passed and you looked at those old pictures of Burt Reynolds and I was like, God, he was like such a sex symbol and everybody just thought he was like the best thing in ever. And I look at it now and I'm like, mm, he looks kind of cheesy. You know, I was like, I don't see it, but I know back then I was like, oh yeah, he is super cute. So yeah, no accounting. Did you did you happen to see the trailer for the new Joker movie? I did. What What are your thoughts? I have no thoughts. Oh, no, I have thoughts. I don't know. Like I've been hearing about it, and I actually thought they had scrapped it. Like they had made it, but they weren't going to show it for some reason. I I don't know because it's it's Joker from like I don't know if it's from a kid up through Joker the criminal or if it's just like a teenager through Joker the criminal. What are your thoughts on it? Joaquin Phoenix is an interesting person. I loved him in Gladiator and uh, Walk the Line, oh, the Johnny I Cash movie. I loved him in Gladiator. Yes, you're right. Yes. I think mm-hmm. I really do like Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But he went weird. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Have you seen her? No, I never did. Her is kind of his turning point where you're like, okay, he's gone too far over to the weird side. But let's not forget, he did watch his brother OD in front of him. So, we're gonna and he it. was raised in the Children of God cult, so. right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. Go ahead. The trailer gave me kind of a pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure what it was that made me so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm a huge Batman fan, guys. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited about this. Anything, anytime, I, I root for DC. I do. I don't mm-hmm. hate on Marvel, but I, I root for DC because there are some really good stories there. Yeah. And if they could just get the right adaptations, mm-hmm. um, it could be done really well. I really love the Christian Bale series. Michael Keaton will forever be my Batman, so... <laughs> When I heard about this, I was like, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot because I didn't love the idea of Heath Ledger as the Joker when I first heard about it. But damn. Yeah, right? So Oof. now I'm open I'm open to it. Whatever your interpretation of the Joker is, I am open to it and I'll I'll I will give it fair judgment. Mm-hmm. Um so I digested the trailer and then I thought about it. Why was it making me feel so uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. It gave me feelings of two people. It made mm-hmm. me think of John Wayne Gacy, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's got some Gacy vibes. Uh-huh. But it also has some Ed Gein vibes in there, too. Ooh. And Ed Gein is, is, ooh, he's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. Basically, yeah. like, 50 fictional characters have been based off of him. Um, yeah. Because he's that, he's an onion. He's got oh, layers, yes, like yes. Shrek. He's an onion. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't get any of that. I just got, like, I, I don't know. Like, ugh, damn, it's dark. It's just so dark. Like, uh, and how he kept pulling at, like, his, um, the corners of his mouth and stuff. Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of parts to it. But I do see the Gacy thing now that you mentioned it. Because it kind of shows him lurking around as a clown. Uh-huh. Um, and like dark corners and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Even though Gacy never killed anybody dressed up as a clown, I don't think. No. But we all associate the clown with the killer. And that all clowns are pedophiles. That's a known fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as clowns start hating us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just lost our clown audience. <laughs> but I did, I mean, I watched it twice and I was like, wow, this is... This is interesting, but so I'm I'm like you. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm I'm sure we're gonna watch it because we're a big yeah. old geek household. I'm gonna go see it, and I hope it's good. You know, I hope it's good. Like, and it yeah. doesn't suck. And I end yeah. up like, why? Like, we leave. It's that bad. So yeah, I'm rooting for DC. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you want to do obsession session? Sure, because listen, we're at the hour mark, so I'm pretty I impressed know. with us. It's the perfect time. Yeah, right? I didn't really have anything for the week because I was in New Orleans uh, face-to-face with you for a few days. Oh, my God, y'all, I saw Lisa. <laughs> in person? <laughs> More from just, like, mid, mid-chest mid up. 
Um, wait, I did. I was there. <laughs> we never We never get to see each other from like waist down because it's only <laughs> Skype. <laughs> and, and you said something like your hair looks really good. I'm like cuz it's clean and styled. Maybe that's it. <laughs> it's not like I've been running around all day. You get what you get. Yeah, so I was in New Orleans. It was a very productive trip. I was on the go the entire time I was there to the point where I was like what am I going to have for dinner? What's close that I can grab and eat in the room? Um, mm-hmm. Because I was just, I was done in by the end, end of the day. And I was going to mm-hmm. do, you know, Lafayette Square has those Wednesdays in the square. And they yeah. had one when I was there. And I was almost like, let me go back, change, put on some sneakers and go out and just hang out down there. Because that's fun. And I like that kind of stuff. And I was just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I just, because I didn't get out till like six. I was just tired, tired, tired. So, yeah. um I just went back to the room and watched TV for half a minute and fell asleep after I ate. Yeah. So. We, we went to lunch together on Wednesday, and you were exhausted by then, I could tell. Yeah, I was already tired. Yeah. It's just, oh, God, it's a lot. It's, you know, every time I go in, I'm like trying to expand it out um, just so I can get everything done that I want to get done, and it never works out. And I end up just feeling exhausted productive but exhausted so yeah so when I come back I'm just like ugh. yeah <laughs> just I want to sleep let me sleep I think we had some productive meetings oh god yeah I mean I have tons of notes to go over still I have a new project on the horizon because of my visit that'll take up a lot of my time between probably May and the end of June so that'll be nice but right um, around your Australia trip trip which is yeah but, you know, but anyways, that's not my obsession session. My obsession session is we went to go see Pet Cemetery today. How was it? It was really good. It was different than the book. I believe okay. it's been a while since I read the book. So yeah. I'm I have it on audio. I'm going to listen to it again probably this week. I am okay with changing Stephen King's stories to make them yeah. fit into better movies. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am too, um, but it's it's different than the movie, as well. the The okay. first movie. I mean, a lot of it's the same, but some of you know, there's some different stuff going on. And yeah. um, but I liked it. Damn, it was on and it was gone, and it was a good horror movie. Meaning it had like the jump outs and you know, scary dark lighting and me screaming in the theater. Turn on the goddamn lights. Turn on the goddamn lights. I, every movie. <laughs> Every movie I'm screaming that. Look, like, why do you not have any money? It's just Turn on good life advice. Turn your lights on. <laughs> Turn your lights on. Don't move to a house in the middle of effing nowhere. No. Those, those are my life, my if you life do, advice. <laughs> if you do, keep your lights on. That's keep all. Keep your fucking lights on. Inside, outside, <laughs> keep your lights on. I was going to say do the Jamie Lee Curtis in the last Halloween movie and have like the floodlights on. Yeah, man. All around your house. Perimeter stand up. Trick wire. I mean, lock it down. I live in the middle of suburbia, and I do that. (laughs) I was like, turn on the lights. But (laughs) uh, it made me angry. Yeah. But it's a really good movie. Uh, John Lithgow's in it, who played uh, Winston Churchill in The Crown, that we'll get to review if that ever (gasps) comes back on. Oh, I like him. I know. He did a really good job. He was really good. So, it was good. They gave us a free little mini poster. Cute. I guess they were giving out. And, of course, everybody around us who's grown up is like, no, I don't want that. And we're like, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, my boyfriend's like, we need to get this framed. And I have yeah. a small bookcase that has all my horror pops on it. So, okay. it has, like, the twins from The Shining. And uh, I don't know. It's got What's-Her-Face from Exorcist. Uh, you know, Psycho. It's got all my little horror stuff in it. So mm-hmm. we're going to put it there once we get it framed. So awesome. that's my obsession. Yeah. I just I just got a notification pop up on my screen that somebody called Never Get Murdered really <laughs> liked you. <laughs> really liked your painting that you did at the, <laughs> at the MFM meetup. <laughs> Are they listening to us now? Uh, no. I Is hope this a not. live podcast? I hope not. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. Uh, my obsession session this week, I have two, um, and they're both two shows that are unfinished. 
Riverdale and... No. No. <laughs> Guys, it's okay if you give up on Riverdale. I'm not going to give up, but it's okay if you do. I'm going to after this season. I can't look away from the act on Hulu. Yes! I can't right? look away. I can't. You and I talked about this. We're like, oh, it's so rough. I don't know if I can make it. And then when the episode drops on Wednesday, I'm like, play. <laughs> yes. Why do I keep looking at it? God, it's a train wreck. I don't feel good. They're suing uh, Gypsy Rose and her family. So I guess her dad and stepmom are mm-hmm. suing or thinking about suing Hulu because of the way mm-hmm. she's portrayed, I guess. Well, there's that law that you can't make any money off of um, the stories of your own murders. So I yeah. don't know if, the, if that'll even... Um, maybe, maybe they'll just force Hulu to take the show down, but I don't, I don't think that they can make any money off of it. They can't, but, and I don't know. I mean, you know, I've watched a documentary. I've watched it again recently. I'm watching the show. It doesn't, it doesn't paint Gypsy in the best light. She's a murderer. I mean, yes, she she was a victim of very, very unfortunate circumstances. Very vicious mother. Very vicious. She still participated in the murder of her mom, which Mm -hmm. makes the story so fascinating. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's fascinating because it's not like my mom was mean to me and wouldn't let me go uh, to the club or buy that miniskirt. It's my mom wouldn't leave my side and created all these diseases and stuff my mom wouldn't let me walk in public i mean yeah because she knew at that point that if she did they would be like fraud all those companies would come after her and throw her ass in jail which you know probably have been the best thing for both of them um, her mom told her you know this house is it was built for us by habitat humanity we'll lose the house if you walk in public you know mm-hmm. um but- she could have done the honest thing and come forward then and she decided not to so regardless you know i i feel bad for gypsy um Mm -hmm. but i don't feel that bad for her no Mm -mm. but the show i still cannot look away from it i can't look away from it (laughs) all of the actresses in this show are great oh my god great actresses love it love it um my second obsession obsession i text i think we talked about this at the top of the show i texted you a little while ago just a row of emojis yes the madeline mccain story on on netflix that's Mm wow yeah i need i need to watch that watch it maybe we should do it maybe because that would force me to watch it well (laughs) not force me that sounds bad but it would maybe i should finish it before i force you to watch it yeah your track record Um, but it would give us something to watch. Yeah. As opposed to now. (laughs) It's bad out there, guys. Everything is gearing up to Game of Thrones. And I Mm -hmm. honestly don't know what we're going to do when we have Game of Thrones Sunday. You know. Do we want to cover Game of Thrones? I don't know. I think we do. I don't know if we want to do it episode by episode. No. Okay. I don't know. I mean, we can. Shit. We're, it's not like we're both not going to be watching it and talking about it obsessively. I'll tell you what. Let's throw a post up on the Binge Watch With Us Instagram account. And uh-huh. uh, we'll ask any of our listeners if they would want to hear us cover it episode by episode. Now, what is our Instagram account again? Because I forget. It's Binge Watch With Us, all one word. Plug. Plug. <laughs> yeah. Well, finish watching Madeline. Um, how many episodes is it? I don't know. I'm on oh. episode four, I think. I thought it was only like four or so episodes, but I might be. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. almost done. I don't know. Okay. Well, let me know if if you finish it like, you know, in the next day or so, let me know. And if you're like, yep, we should do it, then I'll force myself to watch it. And you have to watch it because it's in Portuguese. So. <sighs> which is like, uh, um, <laughs> which is like Argentina. I think that at one point they actually do show a map, and I'm like, okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. (laughs) I need to know where stuff is. (laughs) All right, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I'm hungry. Go follow us at our Instagram account, which is... Binge watch with us, all one word. Yeah, don't put in the all one word, though. We're telling you. It's just all one word. (laughs) That's going to be my new hashtag. (laughs) Binge watch with us all one word. 
we'll talk about you know what uh what we're thinking about watching you can let us know what you're watching there yeah Um, you can see lisa's beautiful artwork there so talented i missed my calling i think you are (laughs) you're very brave (laughs) yeah i went to things by myself um Um, and we'll see you next week bye bye